We believe so much in the importance of belonging at work that we named our business after it. But actually, is it possible to even measure whether there is belonging in the workplace? Is there a way of measuring belonging culture? That's what we're going to be discussing today with our guest, Andrea Carter. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast, a podcast by Belonging Pioneers and Culture Lab Consultancy about the questions and ideas around the hidden barriers to achieving our DEIB goals. This is where we erupt the constraining impact of privilege and explore new possibilities in the context of shared power and purpose. So you have a chance to really contribute to this conversation by completing our privilege survey that you'll find a link to in the show notes attached to this podcast. And you'll be able to help us build a body of knowledge to explore whether one of the contributors to the lack of belonging culture at work is privilege. And is it privilege that's at the skinny edges of this challenge? So please do take a moment uh, to go and complete that survey and, and you, you know, you'll find things that you'll enjoy and learn from in that survey as well as contribute to the, to the research. So thank you for doing that. Now, let me tell you about Andrea. Andrea Carter is a neuroscience-based equity, diversity, inclusion and belonging senior consultant and strategist. Andrea holds her Master of Industrial and Organizational Psychology with her primary mixed methods, grounded theory, research mapping the effects, measurement and behaviors of belonging within the organizational structure as it integrates with new employee market changes affecting human capital and performance post-COVID. Over the past two years, she's created the only validated organizational belonging instrument tool, as far as we know, when it comes to measuring equity, diversity, inclusion and belonging strategy that impacts corporate culture and governance. This tool allows organisations to score their workplace belongingness and integrate sustainable and measurable metrics into their business. So please do join us for the next few minutes as Andrea, Cammy and I have a conversation about whether it's actually possible to measure the level to which a belonging culture exists in your organization. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast with me, Ishreen Bradley, Chief Inspiration Officer at Belonging Pioneers. And me, Kami Nuttall, founder of Culture Lab Consultancy. Privilege is a conundrum that dilutes the culture of fairness at work. And as a leader, you recognize that your organization has more to do. You want to create success through connection and belonging, and you're unsure about how to make it happen. Now, the Privilege Eruption podcast is where you have the opportunity to evolve breakthrough thinking about the impact of power, privilege and purpose and how that shows up at work. And in these podcasts, you will gain the courage and confidence to realize a culture of inclusion for all. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast. Cami and I are delighted to have Andrea Carter with us today. We're going to be talking about 
two of the key barriers to having an inclusive culture at work, which we say are belonging and privilege. So, Andrea, we're looking forward to having a really great conversation with you about that inside of this podcast, which is all about what are the key barriers to evolving an inclusive culture in your organization. Andrea, so we're kind of, you know, we're not even one year into our research compared to your seven years, right? So these are our emerging measures. And Kami, I think it's really interesting that there is, an, there is a match almost. There's kind of a, a parallel mm-hmm. um, mapping almost. Of, uh, mm. I, I think there's an alignment. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, and even, you know, with, with the being, you know, your, your identifiers of being valued, empowered, accepted, the psychological safety and inclusion those very much align with the research that we've done uh, with our focus groups. So being mm. valued was a sign of having connection and being empowered was a sign of contribution mm. and being accepted was a sign of comfort. So, so yeah. those are all elements yeah. that align and psychological safety, of course, is one of the most important elements that we're looking at. And from a, from a very, um, you know, even from 10 years ago, psychological safety was really something that was often misunderstood and yet psychological yeah. safety is is a is a factor that has to be there yeah. in order for the brain to recognize belonging. Yeah. So you know I, I feel that um there is a lot of alignment and and what I find very interesting as well is that when we look at privilege and belonging, they do intersect because and and I'm sure that you know your research shows similar elements mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. When we have belonging versus when we don't have belonging in an organization, that shows up in who has power over information. Yes. And if you have belonging, you then have the privilege to have access to information versus somebody who doesn't have belonging, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily, isn't invited into yeah. specific yeah. conversations or yeah. meetings or even yeah. after work elements where there is business happening. Sure know and and conversations happening but you know Mm. I think I for me they're they're two distinct things privilege and belonging I mean they're one of what we're calling the four barriers to having an inclusive culture right so there's um, equity diversity privilege and belonging are the barriers we see in having an inclusive culture and what I notice is that belonging is essential, but belonging is only possible in an environment where privilege is stewarded, right? So, you know, I don't know if, how it is in the States, but here um, I don't, 80% of our prime ministers went to the same school, mm-hmm. right? That well, gives they- them a privilege. That mm-hmm. gives them, you know, that gives them a privilege um, and also kind of a training and a way of behaving, you know. Well, and Canada really does follow the monarchy. I mean, of course, we're, <laughs> we, we, we're, we're part of, you know, the Commonwealth. And so when I look at... I those... was actually wondering if we were actually going to be able to have a conversation without men- mentioning the monarchy, but there you go. <laughs> but I feel that that is part of the the cycles of socialization. And so... I don't know that I don't know if I agree that um, 
privilege is, you know, necessarily ahead of belonging. I feel that at certain schools, we are taught to behave in a certain way. And when you are taught to behave in a way that is exclusive, that is elitist, that is um, fake in a way, those are, those are behaviors that are then repeated. And so whether we're looking at class or whether we're looking at any of the other elements mm. of diversity, um, those elements are, are elements that have to be taught. Yeah. And if we are not teaching our organizations, if we're not teaching our youth, if we're not teaching our leaders of tomorrow what belonging looks like, but we're only focusing on privilege, I feel like then the conversation continues to be around privilege rather than around the micro behaviors of what we're looking for. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You, you misunderstand me. So we're not saying that you don't look at the micro behaviors. You very much look at the micro affirmations, micro aggressions and the micro behaviors. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that if you've had certain privileges, you're more likely to experience belonging. Yes. And, the, and for sure that there is that. And they're also the gatekeepers of belonging, aren't they? That's right. Yes. That's right. And that's where Cammy's research is really relevant, I think. Cammy, I'd love for you to say something about that. I'm just blown away by both of you just talking about this do, do you know I, I I just I I think I think this it's complex I think what I'm hearing is that it's actually you know quite complex in terms of with a with a um you know whichever I, I don't think it's actually a matter of what comes first either I think actually no, no. it's the impact of them that is what counts I mean yeah. we've got people feeling undervalued they feel demotivated they're feeling excluded yeah. they're feeling powerless you know, and if, 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 if stewarding your privilege is something that comes through creating a belonging environment, which is, in my view, the outcome of feeling included, then, yeah. then you know, that absolutely it is about stewarding one's privilege. Um, this is really interesting because I'm kind of seeing... I'm seeing like a seesaw thing almost with privilege and, and belonging. And obviously somewhere along that seesaw will sit equity and diversity, right? But there's almost like there is a dynamic going on, which I think is really interesting. And, and maybe we can explore wonder, further another time. Definitely. I, I, I actually, I, I wonder whether it, it's the view of whether privilege is inherited mm. and one we carry or whether yes. it's actually privilege that exists within our structures and systems that we navigate yeah. within our organizations, mm -hmm. which are made up of, which are made up for the majority, hence the privilege is reinforced, um, and may also show up in sort of how company values are, are, are implemented, you know, how they're, how practices, yeah. how people actually practice authority, how people actually practice delegation and empowerment and mm. all of those things and it's a highly complex area yeah because it's human <laughs> yeah that's yeah and, and and you know that's the joy of what we do isn't it all three of us is that we get to help manage some of that complexity and 
make the make Enough. the world I'm make every, you know making every everything a bit more equitable and inclusive absolutely absolutely mm. beautiful what a rich conversation i really enjoyed that <laughs> thank you thank you andrea thank you, andrea thank you for coming on and sharing with us your insights yeah i love that research seven years man that's that's really impressive that's really and and you know when you're as as we've said, we're we're speaking with Andrea, and we'd love to um, partner with you, Andrea, in bringing this research and and the tools that we can co-develop to our clients here. So, yeah, listeners, watch out! Yeah, lots of synergies to be found and and explored and and brought forward. Absolutely mm, mm, beautiful, yes, sure, wonderful for sure. Cami, are you going to do the quick fire questions? Yes. Andrea, are you ready for a few quickfire questions from us? Yeah, let's like do it. We like to do this at the we like to okay. do this at the end. So, our first one is: What's the privilege story that's impacted you the most? Oh, okay. So there's two. I would say Peggy McIntosh's white privilege and male privilege. That would be the first one that I always go to because that is what allowed me to understand my own privilege about seven years ago. Um, The second portion of that would be uh, tag or sorry, Tal um, Portang. And that's the, the Princeton freshman who then expanded on her work and um, published Checking My Privilege, I believe was the title. And that was also empowering because it really showed me another perspective on that privilege from a Princeton, from that elitist or that class element and what it really looked at underneath it. Nice. Wow. The latest book you're reading that has inspired you? Oh, I would say, you know what I'm reading right now, actually, and I I started it when I, when I, when it first came out, which was Brené Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And the reason I was reading that that was because language is such a barrier for all of us and words hold such different meaning depending on how we're socialized. And so um, I'm just finding her book, Atlas of the Heart, to be something that is very helpful in breaking down the meaning of words and looking at the the collective Mm. intentionality behind those words. Yeah. Nice. Shreen, do you want to ask the next question? Yeah. This is my favorite question. (laughs) Andrea, Andrea, what's your favorite indulgence? Okay. Well, the first one would be chocolate and the second one. Yay. um, Hello magazine. (laughs) I love that. I love wow. that. <laughs> okay, that's the first time I've heard of that. That's the first uh, time Hello Magazine. magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Mm. Andrea, who's inspired you most to do what you do? Oh, I would have to say my, I, so I have two neurodiverse children and a husband who also is neurodiverse. And the work that I do comes from ensuring that the world that we develop is a world where everyone can belong. That's so beautiful. Nice. That's so beautiful. Very nice. And last question. If you had unlimited resources to put together the ultimate resource for ensuring an equitable organization, what would that be? Oh, well, that's what I'm working on now, which is very exciting. Um, I would say it's looking at belonging in the workplace. 
um, by creating a dashboard of governance, making sure that you have data that you can rely on. There's a learning center, committee actions, leadership goals, employee resources, and then specific onboarding um, guides so that every employee who joins the organization is um, introduced and understands the policies and procedures around belonging in the workplace. Nice. Oh my God, I can't wait to see that. I know you're going to get it's there. Important. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't take another seven years. <laughs> the world needs it. It needs it now. Yes. So you can't wait another seven years. Yeah, no, we need it now. That's right. I yeah. think it'll also come out in a book form first is, is really what I'm exploring. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you oh, so much for, for having me on your podcast. And I can't wait to explore more about the privilege and belonging intersections and looking at how um, yep. this can move forward and, and help yeah. inform some direction. Yeah, yeah. sounds fabulous. Andrea, Definitely. thank you so much. Really appreciate you spending time with us and, and sharing your wisdom. Listeners, you're in for a treat with this one. Definitely, definitely. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. Our intention is to bring you new insights about the impact of power, privilege and purpose at work for you and for your organisation. You can check out our episode description for social media accounts and how to get in touch with us. And don't forget to send in your questions. We look forward to sharing more about power, privilege and purpose at work with you on this podcast. Now, if you got value, please remember to share it with your networks. Please leave us a review. And as Cami said, please do remember to send us any questions that you'd like us to discuss on this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye.